What up, y'all? It's DJ MV. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Hello, 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 beautiful people. Hopefully you guys are doing well in this quarantine, this pandemic. I still haven't got a haircut yet. My wife still shapes me up. She's doing an excellent job. I, I don't have the nuts yet to let her do the front line. Oh, but I did the... She did the, she did the side. It, t- it took but me a minute to master that like curve. She did. And the last time I did that was about a week and a half ago. So it's a little outgrown, but I think I did pretty eye. She did eye. Mm-hmm. She, did, she did good. She did better than I. She did pretty good. I'm not mad at her. I don't have to go to the barber twice a week when the barbershop opens back up. Just once a week and then you cut in the other one. We saving some bread. Madison wants me to freaking flat iron her hair now too. See, you can't do a good job for anybody because then you start losing your freedom because they start asking you to do it over and over again. So when someone asks you to do something, do a bad job so then you're not beholding to them anymore. If you fuck my line up, me and you would be wrestling I'll in be the like, house. Oh, d- me and see, you would be wrestling in the house. See, I told you I wasn't you know, cut out for this. Then you know what I would do when you sleep and I would chop that motherfucking hair off. It's not real. <laughs> it is real. But shout out. I to, just buy some more. <laughs> shout out to our sponsors, uh, Tridelix uh, 5D. Now, you know what 3D is, all right? So this is 5D. They have the patent for 5D so they can create 5D. I don't know if you can see it, but it seems like the helmet is kind of floating. And that's the technology that they have. So shout out to them. Father's Day is coming up. So if you want to get something like this, put it in a frame for dad. Even if he's a, a, a Cowboys fan or a Giants fan. We don't do Cowboys fan. But if he's a Giants fan, <laughs> this would be pretty dope, right? Just go to their Instagram page, Tridelix 5D. All right? But it's nice if you frame it. Yeah. You know, like frame it. I don't know if you can see it moving. It's really dope. It really, really moves. In person, it looks a lot crazier than 3D. Like it looks like right. You like it, you keep reaching into absolutely. it. Absolutely, it's just it, it. It is so dope. So hopefully you can. But it's extra nice it. if like you have it framed. Then it's like really. And the reason I love it is because it's not that expensive. It looks like it could cost hundreds of dollars. It's less than a hundred dollars. It's less than fifty dollars. So definitely go uh, check them out and uh, shout to them for sponsoring. That's Tridelix 5D. All right. Well, anyway, let's get the uh, podcast started. So why'd you look at me like that? <laughs> no, let's get it started. Uh-huh. So I was looking online uh, last week and uh, Jada Pinkett was like, something must have happened in their relationship. And she was like, yo, this quarantine made me realize things I did not know about my husband. She didn't say what it was, but I was like, wow. So I thought about myself. What did you learn about your spouse in this quarantine or this pandemic that you might not have known or you didn't know? Because you're really on top of people. Some people just realize that they hate their spouse. So I'm going to ask you, I want you to think about it while we're talking. (laughs) What did you learn about me during this quarantine so far? So I'm going to start first. Before you start, what platform did she say that on? She has her own podcast. It's called Red Table Talk, where she does her own That's a podcast, right? It's a podcast. Because I know I saw the episode where she had her daughter and her mother. Her daughter and her mother's on every episode. Okay, so they keep doing it. Yeah, they do it every week. Oh, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, I want you to think about it. So I'm going to tell you about some of the things that I've learned in this quarantine that I've not, maybe I didn't know, or things that I learned about Gia. Mm Mm-hmm. Why are you looking like that? Just tread lightly. Like, I don't want to fight you. There's a couple of things. Like, in front of everybody, you know? There's a couple of things. It might embarrass you. Okay. Think before you speak. No, we could be honest, right? We always We're always honest. But it doesn't mean you don't have to think before you speak. I I mean... Because once that camera shuts off, you still got to go home with me. You can't throw me. You can't scare me. First thing, right? I was thinking... 
Now, we have a double D shortage in our house, meaning double D batteries and triple A batteries. Now I know where the triple A batteries and the double D batteries go. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Word. That that's one thing. I, I'm realizing where the batteries are going, and why I can never find batteries for the remote controls or the kids' toys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So that, no, 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 no. This is me. This but, is me. But, but, hold on. You, you have your chance to talk. Hold on. Hold what? on. But if you're learning a little something about me, and you're finding that out, doesn't that say something about you too? So maybe this is a little. Right. I'm. I'm just. I'm just. You know, uh, you learning about yourself too. Maybe. I'm. I'm just saying. I'm. I, this, I'm just. I'm it's my I'm turn I'm to I'm talk. I'm just Would saying too. Would you let me speak? <laughs> Spent a fortune in batteries weekly. I just you know now now I know where to go. Yeah. And you knew that before. Just saying. The other thing, um, on a serious note, because I was serious with that too, but on, on, on why, why are you looking at me like that? Why, you why are you looking all at, my business out in the street like that? Why are you looking at me okay, like that? Okay, go ahead. The other thing I realized, how that was going, is I thought I didn't sleep a lot, but Gia doesn't sleep a lot. There's three things I really learned. Gia does not sleep a lot. I'm, I'm actually surprised. Usually I'm always working, I'm on the road, and I'm running and gunning. Gia's ass is up later than me. Like, <laughs> we'll watch TV with each other, and I'll pass out. And when Gia has a passion for something, she oh. fucking doesn't stop. So if you don't know, you know, we purchased a house, a home in February, right? That we're moving to. Everything happened with this pandemic. So we're taking our time to move in. But Gia becomes, she's like one of those people, like, how do I put this? She's like, I don't want to say OCD, but like when something is on her mind, she can't let it go. So let's say Gia is into... M&M's. Let's just say, I'm going to use M&M's. This is a stupid example, but I'm going to use M&M's. M&M's. Gia wants to know every color, uh, every size, every different place. She wants to know where it's made. Do they make it in China? Do they make it in America? Do they make it in Texas? <laughs> Stop she it. wants I to can't. know the platforms. And she wants to know how they make it. Is it with chocolate? Is it with raisins? How much sugar? How much chocolate? That's how she is as a person. But not only that, she wants to tell everybody in the house about it. Oh, this is where it was going. Okay. Mm-hmm. I figured. I might I figured. not want to go there. So let me, let me, now nah, I'm going to go there. So <laughs> Madison will come in the room and she'd be like, Madison, do you know the yellow M&M is made out of da da And Madison be like this, behind her be like this. But that's, that's how she is. So every day, Gia comes and she is up to like five, six, seven in the morning online looking at different things for the house. Look, I'll be honest with you, right? If I'm lying, you tell me. <clears throat> I didn't know there was 22 different versions of white. No, there's actually like a thousand. I've narrowed it down to about 22. A <laughs> hundred different whites. I just thought it was white. Some white. have yellow white, white, undertone, white, white, white. some have green undertone, there, some have blue undertone, some have beige undertone. Sometimes, sometimes they dove have white. grayish there's, undertones, which is like... A marriage between gray and beige. So it's very... There's dove white. There's, there's cool white. Anabasta. What's anabasta? Alabaster. Alabaster. Super white. Super white. white. There's so many fucking white, whites, right? Dove white. So I'm going to tell you. So six o'clock Super in the morning. White. So right when I get up for work, because you know I'm, I do the breakfast club, so I'm on air at six. She's going to sleep at like 5.50, right? I'm getting up like, what the fuck? Googling what, what blogs doing? about She's the different Googling whites. She's Googling blogs. <laughs> 
But then she we tells me. We have to have the right white. But then she tells me, babe, you know they had a blog about with Dove White, Alabaster White, and Linen White. It was actually and- called Dove White versus Alabaster versus Simple White. Exactly. It's now she's telling me, do you know that well, this white has a tone of green and this white has a tone of gray? And I'm sitting there like, I'll be out. I'm like, motherfucker, I don't give a fuck. Right? That, that's how I'm thinking, right? Who gives a fuck about white? Like, white, white, white. I, I don't care. She was like, yes. Because mind you. And then we drove to the house. Hold on, I'm going to tell her. Because we didn't even get the grays yet. Like, grays got mad different shades. We still on white. I didn't even know white had that many fucking shades. I just thought it was a bright white. Dull white. That's it. Get the dull white. Until you're in the room with the wrong white, you'd be like, why does this room feel like so this? We, so she picks See? the white. And I'm just telling you. That's why you know, just, when you work hard at something, you don't get appreciated. They they sit there and they indulge in, they indulge in the spoils of it. Oh you know, they like to enjoy whatever you put together, but they never realize everything that goes into it. But then when you try to educate them, they're just ungrateful. So let me tell you. So the house is about 20, 25 minutes from where we live now. So we drive to the house to go see the different whites, right? <laughs> so now every day I'm stuck at this house and Gia has two other boyfriends. I'll tell you about Gia's two other boyfriends in a minute. <laughs> so now, so now, so now we go to the house and she's like, look at the white. You don't see a green undertone? I'm thinking to myself, no motherfucker, it's white. White, 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 white. She's like, no, this white has a green undertone. Do you see it? And I'm sitting there like, so wait, wait, wait. When you told me, you're like, yeah, actually, I do see it. Did you really see it? <laughs> Let's see. I told you he'd be lying. Right? Did you actually see At this see point, it? I'm trying to get the fuck, fuck out the house now. I'm like, I'm like, I do see kind of a green undertone. <laughs> okay. She could have said that she was a pink undertone. I'd be like. <laughs> so now she's like, oh, we have to go change the white. And I'm thinking to myself, why? It's fucking white. Is what? this how you really feel? No, no. I'm just, I'm just, just like. Allegedly, like, what's what I'm trying to say? Like, maybe. You're trying to say that you're lying. I'm not. But this is my part. You, you talk on your part. I don't know. You, so wait, you really don't agree about no, no, so listen, changing the white? This is all she cares about, the fucking white. Like, all day. When we leave here today and we're tired, she's going to go Google more whites. But anyway, so now, we go to this house every day. Now, this is how anal gear is, and this is what she does. So when I wake up, she wants to talk about whites and furniture. When I... uh take a break she wants to talk about lights and furniture and when i go to sleep she wants to talk about lights furniture and whites <laughs> so now gia has two boyfriends right one of the boyfriend his name is paulo hey paulo paulo is a, 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 a I don't he's know. a designer he's a designer he's a designer and they go to the house and they'll sit there and talk about fabrics for hours like when i say hours hours and i'm stuck in that like motherfucker maybe like 11 hours like i'm stuck there the whole time <laughs> not giving a fuck right I'm, I'm sorry. Not giving a fuck. And then they ask me, because I'm never paying attention. They'd be like, what do you think about this? And I'm saying like, it's nice. Nine hours, right? So okay. she does that. Then she has another boyfriend. And his name is Raul, right? And all they hey, do, all, all they do all day is talk about like, but they enjoy it. Like the excitement out of furniture and designing. And art. And art. It's the first day I was excited. Now Fabric, have, chandeliers, stone, wood floors. I know too much about fucking marble and granite and fucking, uh, you name it, I know. Do you know this type of marble? Calcutta. 
Do you know uh, vanilla white marble? Do you know uh, it's, it's vanilla onyx? Vanilla onyx marble. <laughs> crazy. Do you know uh, uh, panda marble? Do you know diamond? Do you know tile? Do you know slabs? I'm fucking tired of all of it. But that's not to say that. I'm just saying that she okay. doesn't sleep. That's what I get out of it. And the third thing I realized on this quarantine is I knew Gia was a good mother, but she has patience. And I knew she had patience. But remember, I usually work. So I'm going at five. I come home at 12. Then I'm in the office until about four or five. So, you know, when I see the kids, they're happy. They want to see daddy. They love me. They want to hug me, kiss me. We play. We have fun. But now that I'm at the house 24-7, all the loving, kissing, hugging daddy is out the window. Now I'm just that nigga. Like, <laughs> now, I'm, I'm, now I'm just a nigga on the other side of mommy's bed. These motherfuckers. Cr- mommy's room. They crawl over bed, me. Mommy's they, bathroom. Yo, these little bastards come in the room at night, right? I know what you're going to say. They come in the room at night. My motherfucking room. Now, usually, like I said, daddy's working. So when they see me, they like, they, oh my dad, I love dad. Dad, let's play baseball, wiffle ball. Let's play soccer. Dad, tell me a story. Now I'm home. I'm just that motherfucking the bed. <laughs> these little bastards come in the room, nine o'clock, knock on the door. Come in. Mommy, good night. I love you. And they walk out the room. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, motherfucker. Like, even in the morning, they wake up in the morning. Good morning, mommy. And they run up in my, and, and I'm sitting there, and I'm just looking at them. They give mom a kiss. Like, hi, little choo-choo. And not just one. <laughs> not just two. Three of them. The younger ones. The bigger ones, they, they, they just FaceTime us. But three of them. <laughs> From their rooms. Right? Hey, Ma, good morning. Three of them. Still in the bed. Three of them. They How do that you? every morning. <laughs> the only time they come to me is like, Dad, can you get me some chocolate milk? That's the only time. Dad, can you make me some French toast? When it comes to... Because my- he's the breakfast guy. I haven't made breakfast one day since we've been on this quarantine. You're the breakfast guy. So they come to you for your omelet your French toast, your homemade pancakes, and your special extra crispy sausage. Yes, because I make dope breakfast. He does. But when I said the patience, I don't have as much patience and I try. I so try. They they fight. Matt, uh, I was going to say Madison. Madison and Logan, they argue and fight all day. <laughs> Brooklyn and Jackson argue and fight all day. And it gets to the point where I'm just like, sometimes I'm not a good, a good dad. I ain't going to front. I'm just like, look, if y'all don't fuck with each other, don't fuck with each other. You stay on this side of the house. You stay on this side of the house. Don't fuck with each other. You got your own TV. You Where's got your lie? own TV. Where is the lie? Don't fuck with each other. I told that to Madison. And Lo- hey, why, why y'all? Like, you stay on this side of the house. Why y'all try to work it you out? You stay on this house. You don't bloop at each y'all other. Don't fuck with each other. Don't fuck with each other. Go different directions. Right? Uh-huh. After like, I got shit to do. Gia's like, no, everybody come in. <laughs> Oh, is that how I sound? That's what I sound like. Now, Logan, if you were more of a gentleman and said, "Hey, Madison, you know, hey, let's go to let's go to Target with each other and do this," you know, and Madison, you know your brother, you know he's he's kind of like your dad when he talks. He's very loud. He's not trying to be disrespectful. He's just loud, like your father. How many times we got to tell your father? <laughs> like he's very loud. You got to be, you know, you got to, you know, you guys are brothers. Like whatever goes on in the world, no matter what, you have to have each other's backs. Like that's what it has to be. You understand? You only have each other. You only have each other. Okay. <laughs> guys, team on three. One, two, three. Okay, team. so that doesn't happen. Me, I'm like, 
Get Mother, the fuck out. Motherfucker going that side. <laughs> motherfucker going that side. Matter of fact, if y'all come back in here, both of y'all grounded. That's how I solve it. Makes sense. Yeah, and we but, had a long conversation about that the other day because I told him just kicking them out or doing something to rectify the situation in that moment won't have long-term effects. You have to teach and guide when there's an issue. There has to be something that This is a pandemic. Like I'm not, look, the first the first 2 3 weeks was teaching. But now we about what 80 days in. <laughs> look, I try to help Jackson with his math. I'm sitting there like this motherfucker ain't even in first grade and his math is hard. Like, like this math be difficult. Like, I, look, hey, hey, hey. So that's what I learned about Gia in the quarantine. So I learned that she steals all the batteries. <laughs> Two, I learned that she's very anal and doesn't go to sleep because I thought she was getting like good night's sleep. Oh, another thing that I learned. Do you know Gia washes her face and does her facial regimen twice a day? I think most people wash their face twice a day. I'm just a dirty motherfucker. <laughs> you didn't know that about me. So wait, you thought I woke up and just like put makeup on? I'm, I'm never home. And then home. just washed my face at night? I'm never home. I, like, I mean, think about just it. have all clogged pores if everywhere. You, if you wash your face at five and then you get up at 10, why do you wash your face again? Who wakes up at five? Five in the morning? No, you go to sleep at around five, and then you wake up around nine. If I go eight. to sleep at five, then... You wake up at eight. That's three hours, right? Six, right? seven, eight. So why wash your face again? Well, I wouldn't have washed my face at five. I still would have washed my face at about 10.30. After you drifted off into La La Land, then I'll get up and go do my skincare regimen. At five in the morning, she goes and she does the full regimen in the bed. At with, like 6.30. With the little roller on her face. Whatever oh, my that, jade rollers. You guys have one of she those? She washes her face. Does <laughs> you get the, it at She does the jade. Sometimes she got some Helps nasty your skincare ass. penetrate. Sometimes she got some nasty ass mask that look like it's blood all over her face. Oh, it yes. looks fucking disgusting. It's by the ordinary. It's... um. I don't know the name of it. It's brand new. Little side note, really inexpensive, effective brand. It's called The Ordinary. You can find it at Sephora, but a lot of their stuff is sold out right now. They have a salicylic acid, little potion. They have a um, hyaluronic acid. The one that you're talking about, it's a mask, but it literally looks like blood. Um, now, you put it on and it kind of sloughs off a lot of the dead skin cells, but the products, I kid you not, they're like $7, $11. See, she does this homework all day. Nature. She does this so all day long. So you can get a whole skincare regimen, I mean, extremely affordable and good solid products. I'm not endorsing it. I'm just telling you because I just got put onto it. So I'm kind of putting you guys onto it. They don't sponsor the podcast. I don't really know too much about the product, but you can try it. If you're looking for inexpensive skincare, but a lot of it's sold out though. I can't even get some. But like I said, this is her. So that's what I learned on this, on this, on this you said quarantine. That blood, you, he called me Bloody Mary that day when he saw it. <laughs> it literally looks like you dumped like blood all over your face, but whichever way. Quarantine. I learned she steals the batteries. She washes her face twice a day. <clears throat> um, what else did I learn? She has a lot of patience when it comes to the kids. So. And I learned that I have a lot of patience when it comes to you. That's oh. what I learned. Oh, really? That's what I learned in this okay. quarantine. Touche. Yes. Explain in depth. No, 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 no touche. All right. So it's your turn. Go ahead. You. Me. Are a very moody person. And I I knew that I have the ability to forgive. Uh-huh. 
But I really had to pat my own self on the back after dealing with you through this quarantine because I had to stop and really understand that you do things to irritate me and then your fix is to be sweet. It's like you realize that you were less than nice. You're sweet. You apologize. You cuddle. You act like all boyish and cute and get back into my good graces. I'm like, aw, and I forgive you. Then you're moody again and you do something to irritate me. You realize that you that you irritated me. You come back with the same antidote. You get back in my good graces. I forgive you. And I'm sitting here like, so does that make me the idiot? <laughs> I wouldn't call you an idiot. Don't call I my don't wife know, an idiot. But I'm starting to get slightly annoyed because I feel a little taken for granted because I feel as though, you know, that I'm always going to forgive you for these little things. And I mean, it's not anything big, but it's all these little things. So I kind of feel as though you take me for granted and not in a big way, but you're very, very moody. And I feel as though you need to get that under control. Let me explain, right? I am a workaholic. I like to work. I like to make money. I like, like to come up with creative ideas. I like ideas be, with an R. Ideas with an oh, R. I'm creative. Must be a new idea. I'm sensitive about my shit. <laughs> so I like to do these type of things. So while I'm stuck <laughs> in the quarantine, I can't get out and do certain things, and it pisses me to fuck off. Right? I, and and maybe I take it out on you. Maybe sometimes. Oh no! Is it is it maybe or is it? I take it out on you, sweetheart, and I apologize for it. I'm just trying to figure out what we're talking about here. What you said. Mm-hmm. But so when it comes to it, I, like it, it, it's very frustrating because I've been working like this since I was 16. So the fact that I have to sit down for, you know, the first week was oh nothing. This is great. The second week, oh, nothing is great. Third week. Now it gets to the point where it's like all these ideas and all these different things that we had for the year. It's like, fuck, I couldn't do, you know, like we were planning car shows for Atlanta, Detroit, New York, uh, Houston. You know, and different seminars and flyaways and podcasts and this and that. And that was like, do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. So I just become your doormat and your punching bag and you just take it all out on me? No. Why would I do that? You just apologize for it. You said what she said. That's what you said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So you said <laughs> that you take it out on me. No, so- you said that. Right. And then you concurred. Mm-hmm. So I have become what? Your punching bag and your doormat? Never. As a result of it? Because Never. you're frustrated with life? Never. I'm not frustrated with you. So have I become your doormat no. and your punching bag? No. Because you are frustrated with life. Have I? Didn't you just admit that you do? No, you admitted it. I, just I can't admit on your behalf, hon. I just said, touche. No, you didn't. You said what you said. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you said. Okay. So that's you agreeing. So I, I agree. Yes. And I apologize for that. Want to cuddle? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah. It's not about me. It's just what, what did you learn? So that's what you learned. That is what- <laughs> Fast forward. What else did you learn? Did you learn anything else? I realized that even through all of your moodiness... I really enjoy your company. I think that it is bonkers that we can spend this much time together. Because, I mean, you guys know 
We spent a lot of time together, right? But <laughs> even when we went to the house the other day, our painters, um, the names are, are the head painters, their names are Roger and Anderson. And um, they said to me the other day, like, you know, it's really interesting. You and your husband, you know, you spend a lot of time together. Every time you're at the house, he's here with you. And, you know, you're talking about things together. I should have been like, but he don't really feel like it. he's just pretending and lying, but it's okay. He's like, you know, you guys spend a lot of time together and, you know, like you're talking and you're laughing and you're always in good spirits and having fun. And you guys look really, you know, nice together, like a nice, happy couple. Does that, now, mean, he, does that mean he's going to lower the price? <laughs> does that mean that so i thought to myself i was like yeah i guess yeah i guess that's true so him saying that kind of called my attention to it uh -huh. um it made me stop and think for a second like wow like we are like happy and we do do kind of everything together because you know we have all these like little thing little places that we have to go and just things for the house things that are open and whatnot and we make all those little runs together and it's like we laugh and we joke and we're just having fun and playing and whatnot like in the car and whatnot so i realized that i'm grateful for our chemistry oh well, i yes. love you boo boo <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, hopefully you learned something about your partner in the quarantine that was good and not just all negative stuff. Yes. Well, can we get to the email of the week? Yes, we can. All right. Let's Is there only to... one? Well, we'll see. No, there's going to be two because he's always trying to short the podcast on time. And some of you guys have been complaining and you've read some of those complaints. No 40 minute podcast. We're striving for an hour. It's a quarantine. What the hell else do you have to do? Where you got to be? Didn't he just finish saying that he doesn't have anything that he has to do? He doesn't have to be anywhere. He's frustrated because all these things that he wants to do. Went, he said that, right? Where you got to be? You can't stretch it an extra 20 minutes for another email. Give me a break. All right. In this episode of the Casey Crew Podcast is brought to you by Bevel, a head-to-toe personal care brand built for black men. This year, Bevel is introducing a new lineup of products built for your skin and your hair. We'd like to introduce you to the Bevel Deodorant, an aluminum-free deodorant that goes on clear with no lines, streaks, or clumps, and stays strong to fight against odor for up to 48 hours. And the Bevel Bar Soap. Now, a sulfate-free exfoliating bar soap that's dermatologist-tested and infused with shea and cocoa butter. And lastly, can't forget about the Bevel Body Wash, made with the freshest ingredients, uh, and you have to try it. They work amazing. Now, if you want more information, Bevel Skin is everything you need and nothing you don't. Hit up the website, getbevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. And don't forget to check out Bevel's sister brand, Form Beauty, available at Sephora.com and FormBeauty.com now. Well, let's get to the email let's of the week. Let's get to the first email of the week. This person's rude already, but we'll read it. Hi, Gia. Just, just like, like the kids. Just like the kids. <laughs> just like the kids. Just don't even see me. It's all good. Get out of my brain. It's all good. <laughs> I would really like some advice, if at all possible. No one knows my struggles because it is so embarrassing. I am very in love with my husband, but we have a sexless marriage. Aww. He has chronic prostatitis. Prostatitis? Prostatitis? Prostatitis. You know what I mean. <laughs> Which basically makes it painful every time he ejaculates. Likely from his constant jacking off when he was younger. Yes, it's actually a thing. 
Oh, wow. We have sex maybe once a month for the last five months. He calls me <clears throat> selfish for wanting sex, especially now that I feel ready to have kids. I really don't know what to do. He's seen doctors for it, but because it's a chronic condition, it keeps coming back. Just don't know how long I can live like this. Do you think I'm being selfish? I really admire and respect your opinion and love your podcast. Thank you and much blessing to you and your family. Aw. Yes, I mean, Ben's is laughing at me saying aw. No, but that's that's sad. That's fucked up. You man can't sad. even come right. What? I mean, Yo, just being what honest. What is wrong with you? What? Like, what is wrong he with you? He can't even nut right. I mean, that's... Well, stop the... that. What is wrong with you? Stop. Can you say something instructive? Can't even spit man milk out? Like, what do you want me to say? Okay, Rashawn. See? Like, it's the truth. Like, it's fucked up. I mean, I couldn't imagine every time I nut and, and it hurts. Could you imagine that? No, because I don't have a penis. I actually oh, can't imagine it. No. I can't. Nope. It's beyond my imagination. And the fact that she's uh, acting like that is kind of foul. Like, it fucking hurts, I'm sure. I mean, she... Like... Okay, so let me kind of, like, bring this back to, like, being decent again. Okay. Okay. So your opinion is that she's... That she is, in fact, selfish. I think she's being a little selfish. He can't, he can't not. It yeah. hurts. Right. So what, 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 like, what is he going to do? Let me see the email. Uh, you, what, 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 Stop it. Can I see the email? Want me to read it or you want to see it? I just want to see it really quick. It's her husband. Yeah, he, he can't. So yeah, I think it's... Yeah, so my husband. Yeah, I think it's kind of selfish. I mean, it's to a point where it, it hurts. I mean, unless a doctor can fix it. But I mean, it's painful. I've never heard of it. And I don't know how painful it is. You know, there's certain pain that I'm sure he can live through and, you know, he can try to make happen or... It's going to be one of those things where this is going to be a one-sided relationship. I mean, he should still take care of her, though. You know, whether it's his mouth or he just doesn't come or use his fingers. I mean, I think they know what you mean, you mm -hmm. know, when you say he should just take care of her. You know, you know what I mean? Like, that's not all necessary. Right? Continue. I talk with my fingers. My hands. <laughs> arms. Um, can you please go ahead? Thanks. But anyway, I mean, I, I honestly feel like, you know, he, he should take care of her. But I think she is kind of being kind of selfish. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he doesn't want to do it or, you know, no, it hurts, you know, and. and OK, OK, so my opinion. My opinion is that um, when you get married, it's for better or worse. Um. If this is a chronic condition and it came to him naturally, like she said, potentially because he masturbated frequently when he was younger and it is a thing, um, there's nothing he can do about it. Mm -hmm. And there's likely no way for him to get rid of that condition. So that is now a fact of life. So I'm not sure how old you are, how long you've been married, mm -hmm. but... You have to come to terms with yourself. Um, a podcast or two, we were talking about the importance of sex in a relationship. Correct. And I jokingly said, or I think it was more so like in context, that if you weren't able to go down on me, or if you chose not to, not if you weren't able, if you chose not to, then I'd I would right. bounce. Mm -hmm. I said that in the context of... If you just up in one day after being married and that being our norm, decided that you weren't going to do it anymore, 
then that would be a problem. Or if we were in the early stage of being together and I realized that once we got to a level of being sexual, mm -hmm. if I realized that that wasn't your jam, I would be like, hey, then maybe this isn't my jam too. Mm -hmm. You understand? But if you get to a point where sex or a sexual act is uncomfortable or painful for one of the participants, then it's just something that you should be okay with not doing, at least on the face of the problem. How you feel about it, that's a different thing. And as his wife, it would be your job to communicate your feelings, but in a gentle way. But because you made that vow, this isn't a boyfriend-girlfriend situation where you can just say, well, you know what? It's not my jam. I'm going to exit stage left. You have to work through it, in my opinion. And that's what I would do. It may get to a point where it escalates and you may be in a relationship where you're not able to have sex with your partner at all. Then what do you do? I think that the answer to this question is that you have to decide what you'll be willing and able to put up with long term. She said for the last five months, they had sex maybe once a month. Mm -hmm. That may just be a precursor. That may be once every two months. And that one time can be painful for him. Do you really want to put him through that just so that you can be satisfied? I probably would not. But can you go a lifetime being pleased in other ways? A lot of people would say not, but then you look at the person who you love and you say, gosh, like, am I going to leave this person? So he's in a rut where he mm -hmm. can't find someone else that will love him and be tolerant and that will be selfless and be with him for the rest of his life. So I think you kind of have to determine your love for him and to what extent, okay. how far does your love take you? How much patience does that love include? But you have to be real with yourself now because if not, in the meantime, you're not getting what you want in a relationship and he's not getting what he wants in a relationship because believe me, I'm sure that every day is a dose of frustration for him. And if I were his woman... I would want to make sure that he doesn't feel that frustration, that he feels as though it's okay and that I understand and that I'm riding for him, even if I have to work it out myself. Right. But that's the selfless part of it. And I'm not saying that you're being selfish because I think that might just be a part of the process of working through it. Maybe the first phase is being selfish and the way human nature takes you is to say, gosh, well, how is this affecting me? You know, like uh -huh. this, is, this is the rest of my life. So maybe that is the first phase. So I'm not going to take that away from you. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but I think that you're way of dealing with it and coping with it, you have to start walking through the other phases and realize that love and compassion and sometimes doing without is what a marriage is all about. But again, you have to be real with yourself and know how tolerant and how patient you can be with him. Okay. And I agree. I told <laughs> no, I totally, I, I absolutely agree. A man's nut hurt. You got to help. You, you, you got to have some a little understanding. That's what I'm saying. Okay. All right. Sorry. Well, thank you guys for joining no, us. Stop I'm, just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. All right. Well, here we go.
Hey, Envy and Gia. See, this person has some respect. Said two people. <laughs> I can't believe I'm writing to you. Laugh out loud. If I mentioned in the podcast, I'd like to be referred to as D. Anyways, I'll get to my question. I know most of your questions come from heterosexual couples, but I'm switching it up. I'm switching it up. I'm a female with a wife of two years. I'm 24 and she is 23. And we both want to start a family soon. My only issue is our communication is not up to where I think it should be. We have disagreements pretty often and none of the problems we have ever seem to resolve. They more likely dissolve and never brought up again until one of us, usually me, blows up and gets mad about not talking about any of our problems. So my question is, how can I try to talk to her without making her feel like I'm complaining about our relationship? I want to communicate like I'm trying to improve our relationship. P.S. Love you guys. You crack me up whenever I listen to you. My favorite parts are when Envy says something crazy and Gia just says awesome with her accent. Laugh out loud. Anyways, thank you for your help. Peace and love. D. Hey, D. As in D's notes. But. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Stop. Stop looking at me. All right. So. I mean, you're a weirdo. So now I'm taking D as, uh, I guess in, in, uh, I just want to say it right. I don't want to get myself in trouble. Okay. Yeah. She has, she's 24 and she's 23. Right. So in most relationships, there is the, I don't want to fuck this up and get myself in trouble, but I'm thinking it like this, right? I'm taking your ginger ale. Sure. Thank you. I'm taking it like this, right? In a lot of relationships, when dudes fuck up or, or dudes get in relationships, they don't want to hear all the bullshit sometimes, right? Sometimes there's things on your mind where I don't want to talk about. It. We talked about it already. So why are we talking about it again? And D feels like there was no resolution. And if there's no resolution, I can't let it go. I can't get it off. Well, she's basically saying that they never really get to the heart of the problem. It kind of gets like swept under right. the rug. It doesn't get resolved and they carry on. Correct. And she probably just has that like weight on her. Like, gosh, whatever it was happened and there's still loose ends. Like, I don't feel right. I don't feel like we're good on right. that topic. And that's and that's what you have to do. D. You can't just let a conversation just fall flat. Like you have to make sure that y'all get a resolution from whatever the, whatever y'all dealing with, whatever the problem is. There has to be a resolution. If you just let it slide so you can have a good night dinner or a good night sleep or to watch a movie, it will go away. And then when you have another problem, it'll come right back. You have to get to the resolution. I ain't going to front. I hate when me and Gia have a, a, a problem because there is no we just talk for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. No, we'll be in that motherfucking house for eight hours and the shit drives me crazy <laughs> to the point I'm like look what do you want to do and she'd be like how how do you already want to get to the conclusion yet we didn't finish the problem and I'm like I thought we finished the problem six hours ago <laughs> and she's like no we have to get to the and yes but it has to be worked through well once it's worked through we don't never have to bring it back up we don't never have to and talk so you about make it the same mistake and apologize and then we get back on that carousel stop lying why we gotta go here again I'm sorry <laughs> you just Talk, 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 talk. You resolve it, then you never have to go back there again. But that's but that's what it should be. You resolve it. And you, you know, Whose reality is that? No, Not when, mine. When we resolve certain things, we never have to go back to certain, certain things. Certain things. Right, but that's how it is, and that's how it should be. Once you get everything that your feelings out, and she gets her feelings out, and there's an understanding, maybe a right, maybe a wrong, and you deal with that, then it's over with. And now, there is no more, more resentment. There is no more feelings for that situation. It's done. It's a wrap. It's over. Am I right? 
Uh, yes. If it's, if it's sifted through thoroughly, as long as it's not rushed. Um, but what I think is that when there's a disagreement or a problem, a fight, an argument, whatever category it falls under, um, there can't be <clears throat> any pointing of the finger unless it's something overt and extreme. Um, but you have to sit down with the goal of resolving the issue, being heard and hearing Correct. at the same time. Um, you just can't go about it like adversaries. Once you master how to disagree and realize that we're going towards the same goal and we want everything to be nice, we want to feel appreciated. Right. Neither of us want to disrespect or feel disrespected. But before you get into another argument, maybe you should sit her down and have a conversation about how to disagree and talk about the fact that you do need to you know, hit all the avenues when there is a disagreement. So you can kind of fine tune how to fix those problems. Correct. You know, you really have to do the dirty work because when you, let me tell you, like, I can't stand doing that because I feel as though when you glaze over stuff, even if it is a 20 minute conversation, that's 20 minutes of my life wasted. It's wasted. Because you didn't get to the nuts and the bolts of anything. So I didn't, we didn't fix anything. And just like you said, you kind of leave the situation still with resentment, still maybe in your mind pointing a finger. And then you kind of work yourself up and you just sit in there tight all to yourself. You know, you have it out, but in a decent way. You really just got to sit back and think about like, gosh, what is the goal when we disagree, like we want to get on the same page and we both want to feel understood. So I would probably try to have a conversation with her about that so that the two of you can practice that. Because right. in a lot of relationships, not having the tools to communicate is a major pitfall. It's a major pitfall because feelings get hurt. When you have hurt feelings, then you deal with resentment. Then when you're sitting there feeling resentful, you start working your mind into other places. Then you start acting out to your partner. You might start acting out when you're out in the street. And it's all like this little seed that starts to grow and grow and grow. And the next thing you know, you have big branches and limbs hanging all over the place. And it's a huge problem. You know, if you fix it at the seed in a nice, decent way, then you don't have to deal with that huge tree. That's just like putting a shadow on everything underneath it. You know, um, we've had to go through, like we've, I, I, through our relationship, I've had to figure that out. And now I feel like since we figured it out, I kind of, no disrespect, but I kind of control the way that we disagree. Cause I find like sometimes when we disagree, you start going off on a tangent, which is like your way. And I got to kind of veer you back. Word. Something in my eye. Word. Is, see, I, I told you I don't want to fight you in what, front what? of these people. Something in my shot. eye. Something in my eye. I don't want fight you in front of these people. I can't okay? use my, I can't use my like, finger. You're going to want to control yourself. Okay. I can't, you, how are you going to tell I'm me just, what, what? I'm just telling I'm, you. I'm listening. Okay. Okay. So I'll have to like kind of veer him back on track. 
and be like, listen, right now you realize that in this disagreement, this is what you're doing right now. And what you're doing isn't conducive to the goal. Stop playing with me. It's not conducive to the goal. And then we might have, he'll be like, no, that I'm not doing that. I'm not. And I'm like, no, we, this is, we've agreed. Like we understand this is how we have to disagree. So I think that you just need to have that conversation with her and then try to exercise it <clears throat> when those situations come up. Yeah. And, and I think what Gia said is right. Other than the whole thing where she be guiding me in the argument, she'll be guiding me. But anyway, <laughs> But you no, because you know why? Because you're set, you're set in your ways. Just like, you know, a few podcasts ago, you're like, you know what? I still write fight. You do still write fight. So as well as you know what you're supposed to do, you know, your um, your intuition, your just your your nature causes you to do what you've always done. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's hard even when you know it's hard to exercise it. So. You have to have that respect where another, where when the person that you're with calls you on it, you have to, you know, let your guard down and not be too proud and be like, okay, yeah, I am doing that. Or, you know, I, I'm not really trying to work with you in this conversation and get to the goal, you know? Absolutely. Well, we wish you guys the best. And like she said, communication is the key. So make sure y'all get that out. So that way you don't have to deal with those problems over and over and over again. Have one conversation so you don't have to keep having those conversations. Uh, and again, let me shout out to uh, our sponsor for today, Tridelix. Once again, you can hit up Tridelix 5D. They have the 5D. <coughs> you know, usually you see 3D, but now they have 5D. It's kind of ill. You can't really see it, but it really, really moves. It's a great gift for Father's Day. It's not that expensive. It looks super duper expensive. You frame it, it looks like it costs hundreds, maybe thousands, but they have some dope pieces. And also, let me shout out to uh, Marcy at Custom Candle Co. Hey, Marcy. Um, I don't know if you guys can see, but we have our own candles, which is pretty, they're, they're, they're very dope. The, the KC Crew candles with our logos in them, they smell good. And hopefully you, uh, next time you watch, you can pick up a KC Crew candle and burn it. So when you're watching us, you can smell what we're smelling. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You know, with the mug, you put some little, <laughs> you know, a little coffee in the mug of in the coffee or, or like me, you can put some cognac in here and, you know. But anyway, Cognac. if you want more information, <laughs> you can hit up Custom Candle Co. Or you can hit up, of course, my assistant, Ben's, uh, Boot Camp Ben's. And if you want to be a sponsor, so many people say, how can I sponsor? How can I sponsor? Just hit Ben's and Ben's will guide you in the right direction. All right. Well, it's time to get up out of here. You guys be safe and we'll see you guys next week. I'm DJ MV. And I am Gia Casey. And that's another edition of the KC Crew. Toodles. Toodles.